Good health is a crown worn by the healthy that only the ill can see. Your health really is your wealth. Join us for the next hour as we explore disease and attaining and maintaining good health. This is Dischem Medical Monday, brought to you by Dischem, pharmacists who care. Welcome to This Care Medical Monday. I'm your host, Dr. Dean Gerson. It's a pleasure to be with you as always. And we are very privileged to have with us today Professor Celine Bernstein. And she is a functional medical nutritionist in clinical practice. And thank you so much for joining us, Prof. Celine. Thank you, Dr. Dean. It's wonderful to be back on Chai FM and share my knowledge and my information to the listeners. Thank you for thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. So do you just want to tell the listeners a bit about yourself and what you do? Okay, um, I'm 77 years old. I've been in the uh, field of nutrition uh, for about 45 uh, years. I've written a book called Health Seekers that came out in 1997, a second edition in 2007. Let me tell you, the information is good. But things have changed, and I keep up with recent research all the time. So there's certain things in the book that are very valid. I'm not in favor of dairy. I'm not in favor of gluten or even wheat, which is part of gluten. Um, And now, instead of just living on fruit as much as you want and vegetables, with nuts and seeds is not the answer today because of the kind of diseases we are seeing, the chronic diseases of diabetes, obesity, seeing it in our children. And the frightening thing is we have to start changing because the recent research is that the children of today might not outlive the parents. And I think that's quite frightening. That is quite, that is uh, quite frightening. So why why is that? How has people's lifestyle changed and has people's diet changed? Well, you know, um, first of all, the soil in which food is grown doesn't contain all the nutrients. COVID has set us up uh, with depression and just stuffing our faces and uh, eating all the wrong kinds of foods, which are especially very high in sugar. You might not think that a slice of whole wheat bread, which is supposed to be better than white bread, is great. It contains more sugar than the sugar in your tea and coffee. And people just have said to themselves, well, some of us are well, thank God. I might as well carry on. You know, it also depends on your genes. Although your genes are not your destiny, you've got to have something that will trigger the gun and that will be the environment we're living in. So we're not eating like our grandparents ate, uh, more fresh food, etc. It's all full of additives, uh, preservatives, etc., People don't read labels. They just see something. Oh, a lovely health bar. That's got to be good for me. I'll take it. But when you scrutinize the ingredients, 
You say, oh, my God, it's got an artificial sweetener. It's got sucralose. It's made with wheat. Do people know that Provita contains dairy and wheat? And that's a, a cracker that I really don't advocate. There are lots of other better substitutes. And thank God for Diskin. They have given us the opportunity to choose the better substitute, oat cakes or gluten-free oat cakes. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt you. We're going to take a short ad break and we'll be speaking about, carry on speaking right after this. This is Medical Monday brought to you with compliments of Discam, pharmacists who care. Welcome to Discam Medical Monday. I'm your host, Dr. Dean Gerson. We're speaking to Prof. Celine Burstein. And we are busy speaking about nutrition and lifestyle uh, changes. Um, and there's so many different diets on the, um, I wouldn't say on the market or out there that people look into. And everybody's looking for the easiest option to uh, lose to lose weight and they want the quick fix. What have you seen that's out there? What's good? What's bad? And I guess, you know, not every diet fits every person. You know, I agree with you, Dr. Dean, regarding that not every diet fits every person. That's why it's very important not to just see something on the Internet and follow it without direction. You might have a thyroid issue. You might have a hormone issue, whatever it is. And there's certain ways of eating or diets that you should not follow. I mean, if we look at it, there's the paleo diet. I mean, that says you can eat meat, fish, eggs, vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, herbs, spices, healthy fats, and oils. But you've got to avoid processed foods, sugars, soft drinks, grains, most dairy products, legumes, artificial sweeteners, vegetable oils, margarine, and trans fats. Now, do people really know how to put a program together? And then um, there are definitely the other ones like the uh, Pegan diet, which was coined by Dr. Mark Hyman. He's a functional medical doctor in America. And what is the Pegan diet? It borrows principles both from the paleo diet and veganism. And in short, paleo eaters try to consume only foods available in the Paleolithic era 2.6 million years ago. And in short, uh, they eat vegetables, fruits, nuts, fish, and meat, and it excludes dairy, grain, sugar, legumes, oil, salt, alcohol, even coffee. So if that's confusing, and then we come up with um, Patrick Holford, who I feel has got something really good to offer. He speaks of the low GL program, low glycemic load program, not glycemic index. The glycemic load tells you two things about the foods you're eating. It tells you how, how quickly your sugar will rise. That's what the glycemic index also talks about. But it doesn't tell you, like Patrick Holford says in the glycemic load, what kind of carb you're eating. And Patrick's recent book, The Hybrid Diet, 
is basically what I try and advocate is the low GL together with keto. That's the latest thing following um, low-carb diet, uh, high-fat, and protein. But you've got to be careful, especially women, of eating all that fat, the skin, the the fat on the chops and the meat and eating too much protein, you've got to have direction. And I feel that each person is treated accordingly to their likes, dislikes, their lifestyle. That is so important. And then I get people saying, you know, I've got a wedding in four weeks' time. I've got to lose the weight. But what are they going to do after the wedding? Are they going to go back to their normal way of eating? So my philosophy is, or my teaching is, weight lost is very important. I mean, look at the uh, fat tummies we are seeing around. We are seeing men today even uh, getting breast cancer, children with uh, diabetes uh, and all sorts of illnesses, you've got to guide the individual. This is so important. You've got to have a coach. You've got to have someone that will motivate you, encourage you, guide you. Somebody um, WhatsApp me this morning and asked, what can they eat instead of crab meat? Because they couldn't find it. I mean, you're going to eat some kind of fish, tuna, mackerel or sardines. There's an answer. But keep in contact with me so that I can guide you. That's my job. I don't just give the diet and say goodbye, follow it, good luck. That's my philosophy. Do you feel that there's a, a stigma associated with the word diet? Some people have Definitely. to call it like that. I hate the word. So what do you call it? What do you tell your patients? A program of eating to suit your particular needs. People don't even know. Uh, Let me say, you can be thin, but have hidden fat. And of course, there's hidden inflammation that people are not familiar with. And there are certain supplements that one can take to improve that inflammation. Um, I don't want to just change a um, root here of what you discussed, but diet is a dirty word. I'm on diet. I hate that word. And in fact, the weight on the scale, what you see, is not your true weight because you can wake up in the morning, go straight to the scale, weigh yourself. Go to the toilet there afterwards, come back and weigh yourself. It's different. Go to the kitchen and drink some water, go and weigh yourself. It's different. So the most important thing I look at, or the most important number, is your body fat, which I have a special scale for, and your visceral fat. Your visceral fat is fat on the organs. And I'm seeing so many women today with body fat over the limit, which is 1 to 33, at 40, 44, 
etc. And men should be 1 to 23, and a lot of them are over that limit. And uh, put them on a program of eating, uh, monitor them, bring them back, take their measurements. You've got to take the waist measurement, the hip measurement. That is your true answer to whether you're losing weight and how do your clothes feel. People are saying they're getting into a pair of jeans that they couldn't zip up. Now, to me, that's a win. Absolutely. Forget about your weight on your scale. It changes from hour to hour. So I hate the word diet. Okay, we're going to take another short ad break, and then I want to speak about maybe individualizing um, eating programs um, for different people with different problems. We'll be back after this. This is Medical Monday brought to you with compliments of Discam, pharmacists who care. Welcome back to Discam Medical Monday. I am your host, Dean Gerson, and we are speaking to Prof. Dean Gerson. We're speaking about nutrition and health and uh, healthy eating. And uh, I just wanted to speak about... Um, you probably see so many different people, men and women, some overweight, some obese, um, all looking for different things. What's the most common reason that people come into you? You know what? I'm the last resort. They've been here. They've been to various doctors. They've taken the meds, but they're not really feeling that healthy. And then um, my most important approach is, first of all, Tell me what's going on with you. Let me hear your story. What have you done? What have you been on? Uh, why hasn't it worked for you? And then I will find out the foods they like, the foods they dislike, and what is their end goal. What do they want to get from me? Um First of all, um, like people come and see me, God forbid, that have had cancer and uh, they're going through chemo and what can they do to improve the side effects of chemo, etc. And then I will give them a program of eating, sort of avoiding if they've had breast cancer, which could have been aggravated by um, hormones taking um hormone therapy, even trying to fall pregnant where you have all that extra estrogen um, instilled into your body because you are desperate to have a child and you go for the treatment. In fact, I did have a client many, many years ago who landed up with breast cancer. She was never on hormone therapy, but I delved into her life since her teenage years, etc. And she said, you know, I've got to tell you, I battled to fall pregnant and I really had a lot of the um, estrogen pumped into my body and that triggered something in my head. And also, you've got to be careful, especially cancer patients, of hormones in the food that we're eating and that is in the meat that we're eating in the poultry that we're eating and we do have a problem but i've often spoken to the rabbis in that uh, the chicken must be free range and sometimes they can't get a kosher chicken that is free range and eggs must be organic and 
free range and the meat must have no hormones. I don't know if there's any meat that is kosher uh, without injectable hormones and antibiotics. And people today are just sick all the time. They can't uh, knock off a cold or uh, croup or bronchitis because the antibiotics are not working. We've built up a resistance to them. And I do encourage people with um, comorbidities or illnesses to take certain supplements. But you have to be careful because certain um, medication, for example, warfarin blood thinners, can't go on to certain supplements. People that are taking statin drugs must go on. Statin drug is a drug to lower cholesterol. Uh, they must go on to coenzyme Q10. And I never just put the client onto the supplement. I always talk to their doctor and ask permission. And I think this relationship that I have with the medical doctors is very important because I'm just not the know-all of everything. And if I don't know anything, I will find out. So my contention is basically for everybody talking about a program of eating, if I can just give sound advice, irrespective of what people are suffering from. You need to be eating less sugar. Scientists have been warning us about the dangers of too much sugar since as early as 1957. People must avoid processed foods. Ladies, get back into the kitchen and start preparing Homemade foods. You know what goes into these foods. And most processed foods are filled with empty calories. You've got your bread, you've got your meats, you've got your soda, your sweets. Those are just empty calories, meaning we're getting next to no nutritional value by eating them. Processed meats like bacon, which we don't have, even your cold meats that you buy have been associated with heart disease and cancer. Corn, for example, um, that are that is locally grown is fine, but avoid corn that's genetically modified. And also, if you're suffering with diabetes, you've got to cut down on foods containing hidden sugar. Fruit is also a problem. Fruit is very high in sugar. There are certain fruits that you should only stick by and don't have more than one kind of fruit a day. People are eating like handfuls of grapes, whole mangoes, dried fruit, thinking it's better than having sweets. But these are the foods that are very high in sugar. There's also soy that's been genetically modified. Rather choose fermented soy. A certain, in fact, I love tofu. And there's a wonderful um, 
block of tofu, smoked paprika tofu, which is organic. But you've got to read the ingredients. It contains soya sauce. Now, does the soya sauce contain wheat? You've got to find out. There is a soya sauce without wheat. But people that are intolerant to gluten cannot have that particular soya sauce. So you've got to keep asking your client questions and the client must ask the manufacturer the questions. And when you go out and eat, don't be scared to ask if there's flour in the soup that you're having. You are the customer. It's your health. We are the architects of our own misery, and I feel we have to take control. What Amazing, else can yeah. I? I mean, I get, no, I guess people have to take control of their lives, and it's their responsibility. What do you do? You have different phases, like an intense phase of people starting, you know, when they want weight loss, and a maintenance phase. Because often, I mean, what I've seen with myself and with patients, everything starts off great, and you start the diet off great. But what do you? How do you? How do you maintain your weight loss? Okay, the best way to maintain the weight loss is to follow the low glycemic load diet where you have a breakfast and you always combine a protein and the right carbs that you're allowed. If you're not allowed gluten or not allowed wheat, I don't take people off gluten straight away. It's very, very hard. And let me assure you and tell you that gluten-free products are very high in sugar. So you can't just say, well, I'm on a gluten-free uh, bread, but read the ingredients. So to maintain it, we talk about GL loads. You're allowed 60 GL loads, glycemic load of foods a day. Breakfast would be 15, lunch would be 15, supper would be 15. And by the way, I guide the client on the menus. And then they get familiar and I send them the GL summary of the foods. And by the way, the 15, 15, 15 is only 45. And then you're allowed another 15, five for a snack in between breakfast and lunch, another snack in between lunch and supper, and another snack after supper. You don't starve. But you eat the right kind of foods. In fact, you can even have a glass of wine as a snack, but then cut out your snack. And uh, I, I like that. Um, and uh, they want a quick fix. Well, are you prepared to follow a strict way of eating? I might put them on a detox for five days, cutting out the meat, the fish, the chicken, the dairy, the processed foods, etc., and then finding that they lose a bit of weight in the five days. Now what do they do? Then I might put them onto the low GL, which is 45 GLs. They will keep losing weight. And then I might say, how do you feel? Let's try intermittent fasting. 
but we'll start slowly. Let's finish eating the latest at seven o'clock at night. Do not have any food after seven, but you can drink. Don't drink too late. Drink water. You've got to have water. Put a slice of lemon in the water, etc. If you drink too late, you'll be getting up in the night to go to the toilet. So judge and see how you go. Then wait 12 hours till the next day to have your meal. So you're not snacking after seven watching television. You've got to make up your mind. Start with the 12 hours. So seven to seven, ah, now I can eat, decide what you want, follow the low GL diet, and there you are. Then we'll go a little bit further. We'll do maybe 14 hours, eventually 16 hours. That's what I basically do. Um, and I'm managing. I'm not starving. My sugar is not up and down. People that snack all the time raise their blood sugar. And that creates the extra insulin, which if you can't, ha- if the body can't handle it, will start storing it as fat. Insulin is your fat storing hormone. So you've really got to keep your sugar balanced. Um, I sometimes follow Tim Noakes, although I'm not mad about all that excess animal protein. Do you know if you eat too much protein on the keto diet, you can raise your blood sugar? So people don't know. They need a coach. I've got to tell you. And they must be grateful that the coach is following up on them finding out how they're doing. And then I do add the supplements. And the most important supplements that I think everybody should be on, Dean, is a probiotic because disease starts in the gut. Your gut is your second brain and your gut is your second immune system. And with this COVID, we've got to build up a resilience to whatever is going around. And if your terrain is good, you'll get over the illnesses, you'll get over a cold, etc. So what do, you mean if your ter- what do you mean if your terrain is good? Okay, if your gut is good and you are not obese and you are managing, uh, for example, diabetics to take um, a drug, Glucophage, but the side effects of glucophage is that you lose vitamin B12 and you can be tired. There are natural supplements that can support you, but diabetic one, you do not interfere. You help them with a program of eating, but you dare not take them off the medication. Some young girls have come to me and said, I can't stand this glucophage. I actually feel ill on it. I'm exhausted. I say, well, let's ask your doctor if we can change it to a natural supplement that will do exactly 
what the glucophage is doing for you. So, you know, if people keep getting colds, etc., it means that their immune system is not coping. So they might need to take vitamin C, zinc, an immune booster. You can't just take things without the coach knowing your history, your terrain, what is going on. Then I totally believe in a multivitamin. And you check that it's got no gluten, yeast, etc. in it. And the final one, well, there are two others. I'll talk about vitamin D3. That is totally, absolutely non-negotiable. And it's got to be vitamin D3. Col calciferol, not calciferol, which is a purple tablet that you can get at the pharmacy because that is vitamin D2. And some people cannot do the conversion of vitamin D2 to vitamin D3. Everybody, warfarin, anybody must take vitamin D3. In fact, a lot of the oncologists are giving breast cancer patients huge, huge doses of vitamin D3, 5,000. 50,000 twice a week. Uh, and that helps build an immune system. And sometimes a client will phone me and she'll say, I've got a cold, etc. I'll say, increase your vitamin C, 6,000 a day, 1,000 every few hours. If you get a runny tummy, um, cut down the dosage and increase your vitamin D3, 5,000 if you're taking one once a day, every day, increase it to 10,000 a day for three days and then start cutting back. And the other important supplement, which is so important, is omega-3, but not ordinary omega-3s with your EPA and DHA. You've got to take an omega-3 with polyphenols. And there is no product in South Africa that I have seen with the polyphenols, but what, I have, sorry, what is, a, what is a, polyphenol? a polyphenol are the antioxidants. Um, it's your fruit and vegetables. It's your phytonutrients. But I have a product that contains the polyphenols, which deals with inflammation. People have hidden inflammation and people are having too much omega-6 and not enough omega-3s and the omega-6 is found in your processed foods. And how do you know that? There's a special test that I have that tests the ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 and it's got to be 3 to 1 or lower. And many of the clients that I've tested are 12, 24, 36. In fact, I have one client with multiple sclerosis with a ratio of 49. But no problem taking these special omega-3s in time will put the body back in balance. 
And once your body is in balance, it will do what it has to do. And it will start, you won't, might not get a result immediately. I have somebody that has been on the oil for about three weeks. His ratio was a bit high. He got a bit of a shock because he doesn't eat badly. But his body was out of balance. I said, what? What can you tell me has improved? He said, you know what? I'm sleeping better. And the pains in my knees have gone. I said, well, the body's slowly getting into balance. And then after 120 days on the uh, oils, you will do another test. And I can guarantee you, you will see an improvement. I'm staying on those oils for the rest of my life. And uh, I think it's very, very important. The polyphenols are made from um, pre-harvested piquant olives from Spain. And the oils have got no GMO. They um, are certified organic. Uh, there's even a vegan oil. They're a liquid. There's no capsule oils. And the nicest thing about it is that not everybody takes the same Amount. It all depends on your weight. So you take your weight in kilograms and you times it by 0.15. And that will tell you how much to take. So the, sorry, we're going to take a quick short ad break. Um, and uh, we can carry on speaking after this. This is Medical Monday brought to you with compliments of Discam, pharmacists who care. Welcome back to Disco Medical Monday. I'm your host, Dr. Dean Gerson, and we are speaking to Professor Celine Bernstein, and we are speaking about health and nutrition and lifestyle. And uh, we are going to talk a little bit now about lifestyle habits and how they affect your health and your weight. Can you tell us a bit more about that and how you manage patients with unhealthy okay. lifestyle habits? Okay, it's very important to get seven to eight hours sleep. Otherwise, you're going to battle to lose weight. People might get up in the middle of the night and start eating. You've got to make sure that you don't burn the candle at both ends. The best sleep is before 12. So I advise people to switch off their computers, put their cell phones away, um, and for an hour before they retire to the bed. And some people battle to fall asleep. They're on sleeping tablets. There are natural sleeping um, formulas that you can take that will help you, relax you. A lot of people are suffering with stress. What are they taking? Uh, perhaps they're taking antidepressants. They find, do not take people off antidepressants, but you can add a certain supplement that will not interfere with a chemical antidepressant. People have got to be careful. I feel that being hydrated is very important. Don't wait until you are thirsty. Keep drinking all the time. And the best drink to have is water. I don't mind if you get sparkling water 
or still water, um, but you must drink. If you don't like the taste of water, add some lemon. Uh, by the way, there is now um, monk fruit, which is a kind of a healthy sweetener that you can add to your water. Um, you can drink green tea, but not later because it could keep you awake. Uh, so water being hydrated is very, very important. Uh, you've got to get enough sleep, as I said, and please don't forget about exercise. Exercise is very, very important. Um, even if you cannot go out to the gym, or you're frightened to go to the gym, walk in your complex. Walking is the best exercise. You don't want to get osteoporosis or osteopenia. You need to keep the limbs out of atrophy. That is very, very important. And then, you know, avoid negative people in your life because they can only add stress. There's a wonderful book. I'm sure you all read it, listeners. It's called The Gift by um, Edith Eager. She gives you 12 magnificent lessons to balance your life. And if somebody is causing you stress or irritation, be it a friend, just Avoid them. You've had enough of them. You don't want to spoil your life with their extra stress. Go and read the book. It's brilliant. Um, basically, I feel people must take time when eating. Put your fork down. Chew your food very well. Be mindful of what you're eating. Enjoy the kind of food you're eating. Um, stop smoking. Smoking is not the way to go. In fact, on the uh, packets, there's a um, warning that smoking causes cancer. I know it's very hard to give it up, but how did people manage during lockdown? Did they get the illegal cigarettes? Maybe this was a chance. I think there are very, very few, um, I think very few, um, um, stopped a lot, I think, bought illegal cigarettes, unfortunately. Yeah, what about the alcohol? And then when it opened up, I mean, people were fighting and standing in the queues. Um, I think people must avoid their trigger foods. Um, they know that they don't feel well when they have it. Um, maybe dairy. Um, lactose is in the dairy. Da lactose is the sugar in the milk. And we really can't digest the milk properly after the age of three. I don't mind yogurt. I tell people do not get low-fat foods. They're very, very high in sugar. Choose high-fat full cream yogurt. Don't have it every single day. Choose the full-fat cream cheese. Those things are important. Anything low-calorie, low Light dressings are very high in sugar. Um, I told you about negativity. Avoid the negativity within yourself. Keep saying, don't, let me put it this way. If things happen to you, nobody is born with a slate saying you're going to have a stress-free, no problem life. 
We all have our tsunamis. You're not allowed to question. Don't say, why me? Keep saying, what now? There's always a solution. Cut down on your processed foods. Eat the rainbow, pick brightly colored foods. And start slowly cutting down on having sugar. You will thank me one day. I hope to change your lives for the better. So, um, we've spoken about all the different lifestyle changes, some sleep, some exercise, um, different types of eating, also mental health and uh, emotional health. And how... How long um, in between visits? How long in between visits? How often do you see patients in their maintenance phase? Do you see them like forever, or when do you let them go on by themselves? Okay, I communicate with them maybe on a daily basis. Uh, there's certain hours I have refused acceptance of calls, etc., but they can WhatsApp me. And I will give them an answer. I like to see them initially when I've put them on a program every week to see how they're doing. I also make them fill in a food and mood diary so that I can see that they've written down everything that they've eaten once a week. And I will tweak it and send them back an answer. I will give them support as long as they give me commitment. And then I will slowly see them maybe every two weeks, three weeks, eventually a month. By the way, I do insist that they do blood tests, not every week or whatever. Once a year, when last did they have blood tests, and then I see what's happening with them and why their cholesterol hasn't come down, or in fact, they're on blood pressure tablets, and I take their blood pressure, and it's very, very low. And I say, you know what, maybe you must talk to your doctor to reduce the dosage because your blood pressure is not normal at the 120 over 80. It's now 90 over 70 Maybe the blood pressure tablets are reducing it further. I, I do believe in communication. And I make them get a file and keep all the programs I've given them, even before okay. they go on. Sorry. So we're going to take a, our final ad break, and then we'll wrap up uh, shortly after this. This is Medical Monday, brought to you with compliments of Discam, pharmacists who care. Welcome back to This Care Medical Monday. I'm your host, Dean Gerson. We are speaking to Prof. Celine Bernstein. And we are speaking about nutrition and health and lifestyle and how to maintain that. And it's been hours flown by. And uh, Professor Bernstein, where do you work from and how do people get hold of you? Okay, thank you for giving me the opportunity. I work from my office in my home in Morningside, at the Guild, actually, um, and they can get me on zero eight two double three double eight one eight five. They can join my Facebook 
dot com, the health mentor Celine, and um, I'm hoping to write a third edition to my book with the most recent information. All right, thank you, Prof. Celine Bernstein, for being with us today. Thank you to our listeners for joining us. We will be back with you same time next week. Have a healthy week, a safe week, and thank you again for joining us.